For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Up. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. And good morning. Welcome into the program. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope it's starting off well, even if a little overcast. And that's all right. It's that time of year, right? Hey, they they come your way. They bring the flowers that bloom in May. That's my impression of 1940s. Looney Tunes. You know, I learned I learned so much about <laughs> culture of the 1940s, uh, 30s, 40s, and 50s from watching old cartoons when I was a kid. And yeah, listen, some of those cartoons are things that they couldn't run today. But people lament, well, how come you can't see all those old classic cartoons like we used to watch? Because kids today would find those boring. I, I watch... I watched them. I introduced my son to them when he was younger. Walmart used to sell these dollar DVDs by the register that each one of them was like three solid hours or six solid hours of of commercials. And I bought them all. And I had them for the longest time. I ended up getting rid of them because they're all in the public domain. They're all available online. And I just didn't have a DVD player anymore. Like I didn't, I didn't do physical media. But my plan was to collect them all and put put on my own cable access show. So if you're familiar with cable access, if you don't watch cable access, I would say a lot of people watch it for the government meetings. They watch it for, uh, you know, some of the community reports. Maybe you watch some of the stuff on the educational channels to see what's going on in the schools. But um, I wanted to be on like the regular community station. I, I worked at cable access in high school in Marion, which handled uh, Marion and Wareham. I think I might've done the whole Tri-Town too, I believe. And so it was, you know, centrally located, I guess you could say in Marion. And when I was a junior and I was in the National Honor Society and we had to do um, community service hours, I had no idea like what to do for community service. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know like, what organizations to reach out to. So I didn't have like an in while other kids did. So they like, they might be the one that gets the community service hours with that organization. So all I could think of was I'm in the AV department. I love it. That's, that's my whole life. That's what I want to do. I should see if I can work at the community TV station. I don't know if that would count. And the advisor said, sure it would. So I started working camera on my favorite cable access show, TV trivia, which was a game show for kids every Thursday night where kids would call in and answer questions and win prizes. 
And so I got to work camera and then I got to, you know, I got to direct and they had me kind of do everything. And, and eventually I became the co-host because the co-host at the time, his girlfriend was his co-host and then she went to college. So he needed somebody to co-host with him. So I got that gig and, uh, and I stuck with it for a couple of years. But my idea behind collecting all those cartoon DVDs is I'm going to be the guy who brings those all back to TV. I'm going to create a kid's TV show because at this point in the early 2000s, Saturday morning TV was already gone. It was already gone. So my plan was I was going to create something that I could submit to cable access every week. That would be, you know, a two hour block of uh, cartoons with me as some kind of character in between, like introducing the cartoons and maybe like giving kids like a little history lesson as to, you know, why that was like, who was Owl Jolson? Like, why is there a character called Owl Jolson? Well, because there used to be a singer called Al Jolson. And I went from wanting to be a, some of the things that we talked about me playing as a character was I was going to be a clown. Then we decided that might scare kids. I was going to do it through puppets, like crudely made sock puppets because I thought that would be fun. Um, but it just, Matt Koss and I were going to work on it together, but it just, uh, it turned into a lot of work. And then we asked ourselves like kids, first of all, kids aren't even going to find this. It's on cable access. Second of all, kids aren't going to want to sit through these cartoons like we used to. They're not going to think it's funny when they do the, the MGM cartoon where they parody all the, uh, all the celebrities or cars of tomorrow or any of those kind of things. So I decided not to do it, but I still, uh, still love having access to all of those old cartoons. So if you ever, ever, ever want to watch some of those and you don't know where to find them, archive.org. You can find a lot of stuff on archive.org. Anyway, so today we can talk about a lot of different things. We'll have Mayor Mitchell joining us at 11 o'clock, and we've got a lot that we can discuss with him. There's been a bunch of things happening in the city this week. We can get his reaction to Councillor Gomes's um, letter, uh, press release rather, responding to Mayor Mitchell's veto letter. And you can read more about that at WBSM.com and on the app, including reading Councillor Gomes's letter, uh, uh, press release rather, in its entirety. And we'll also talk, I want to talk some more with him about that um, homeless initiative that you heard in the news uh, with Kate a little while ago. So we'll talk about that too. And I'm sure a bunch of other things. We can talk more about the city's uh, housing plan. And we'll take your phone calls, of course. And speaking of your phone calls, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., we're going to be joined by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad for an hour, and she is going to take your phone calls. So a lot of you have been asking for her to come in and take calls. You, you would say, how come she doesn't take calls on Fridays when she comes on with another counselor? And, uh, and as I explained, it's, it's hard when you have two counselors on the line. You know, we figured out I, I, I can put two people on the phone at the same time. I just had to listen to what the engineer has been telling us to do for years. But we can do that. We can do it. But it's hard when Council President Morad is, is conference calling with the other counselor and then calling in. So I said, you know, the best way to do it is if you could come in sometime. And she said, we'll make some time for it and reached out to me and said, I can do next week. And she gave me a couple of days. And I, I picked uh, Thursday at 10 a.m. because I thought that would be a good time. So that'll be the time. Tomorrow at 10 a.m., she will be here in studio to take your phone call. So all of you who have been wanting to talk to her and ask her questions, tomorrow will be your chance. I will say this. I don't want it to turn into a beat-up session for 
people who disagree with some of the, the things that the council has been doing, I would ask that you, when you call in, that you ask respectful questions uh, and that you, you know, are respectful in the way that you, you speak to her. Um, because I know people have gotten, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of emotion out there about some of these things that have been going on. So I just ask that you, you know, you keep it respectful. I mean, we are, uh, we are on the radio. So, you know, there's got to be some decorum, right? And if you want to call in tomorrow, or I mean, I'm sorry, if you can't call in tomorrow, but you want to ask her a particular question, you can send it in via app chat. Or if you want to have me play your voice asking her the question, you can open up the WBSM app and hit the open line button. And that will allow you to record some audio to send over. Another thing that we can talk about, if you would like, is we can talk about the Trump indictment. Uh, I don't feel any differently than I did the other day when I talked about this. Uh, I've read numerous articles. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch all the legal experts on TV sounding off on it. Um, Maybe the legal experts, when it comes to any kind of high profile legal case, legal experts on TV become like meteorologists. There's like a 45% chance that they might be right. And that might be generous. It's really just, you know, I listen to learn a little bit more background than I do to listen to their predictions of the outcome. But I, I haven't really changed my mind as to how I felt. Um, I don't know that this goes anywhere. There's a lot to, there's a lot on the prosecute, a lot on the prosecution to be able to prove. They might be able to prove that all of these, and, and they kind of can because it's all come out in, in the Michael Cohen case and everything else, that these situations happened. In order for it to be a felony, they have to prove that there was intent to cover up criminal activity. And I think there's a difference between wanting to cover up criminal activity and wanting to cover up covering up an affair. Like those are two, two kind of different things. Uh, so you might accidentally do one while doing the other, but it, I just don't know that this is something that is strong enough to, to earn convictions. Uh, also, Think about this. The the Donald Trump of 2016 that was that was running then and, and needed to hide any extramarital affairs, which I don't even know why he had to then. I mean, did anybody think that Donald Trump was a faithful husband? Like the people who were voting for him, I'm sure are well aware of his romantic past. I don't think it was a problem for anybody. Or if it was, they said, eh, I'm going to vote for him despite it. You know, he might, he might not live his romantic life the way that I want to, but um, I'm not going to hold that against him. So, I don't know. It could have gone completely different. What I find the most interesting about it is just the steps that were involved seem unnecessary. Like you paid Stormy Daniels $130,000. Karen McDougal got, what, $150,000. Shouldn't that just be a drop in the bucket for Donald Trump? Couldn't he have just found a way to, to get that money to them one way or the other without all this stuff like, oh, and uh, I'm going to give Michael Cohen this payment and that, but you pay for it, and then I'm going to pay this, and I'm going to pay for your taxes on it, and then we're going to do this, and then I'm going to pay you $35,000 a month. All these things that are alleged in the indictment. You could have just cut them a check. And if you just did it out of your personal account, like Vince McMahon did, 
then what's then there's there's nothing there. There's no criminal. I can I can pay you anything I want to pay you not to say something about me. Hey, I'll give you 50 bucks and never tell that story again about the time that I threw up all over the bathroom of the British Beer Company in Hyannis. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Mike, my brother, if you're listening. Every time I have a beer, he tells that story. But, like, I just, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the, if they were intentionally covering up a crime, okay, that's a problem. I don't know that this elevates to that. And I think that that'll be reflective in the in the case as it goes forward. But I guess it's not until December before there's anything else. So I know, I know you're all shocked, right? Everybody that listens to the wacky liberal that's on from 9 to 12 is expecting he'd be throwing a parade and wearing a Donald Trump mugshot T-shirt and all that kind of stuff. No, I think it's, I think it's probably not going to go anywhere. But I do think it's odd the steps that you had to take to pay what should be a relatively small amount of money for a guy who is apparently a billionaire. So uh, it just seems like a lot of steps. And um, also, I don't, I don't even judge him for having the affairs to begin with. That's between him and his wife. And I say the same thing about, you know, Bill Clinton's dalliances. That when people want to rail against him and about how immoral he is, well, you don't know the situation between him and his wife. You know, you don't know how she feels about it. You don't know what kind of understanding they have. The sanctity of marriage is an illusion. It is. It's something that is only necessary to you if... It is in your belief set. If it's not in your belief set, then those same rules don't apply. And maybe you want to look at somebody and judge them based on it, but unless you're their significant other, it doesn't affect you. So I don't want to know why people get so worked up about it. I've actually gotten to know Stormy Daniels a little bit. Uh, I've interviewed her for, I had her on my internet show for like three straight hours and of course we didn't talk about any of the the donald trump stuff because she couldn't we talked although she she did kind of hint around at some things as the conversation went on and she got more comfortable but you know for the most part we were talking about paranormal things because she's into the paranormal she has a paranormal tv show she's putting together and she reads tarot cards and and um says that she has some mediumship abilities so I interviewed her about that. We had a lot of fun. It was a very fun interview. She's a very dynamic personality. I even interviewed her daughter for a little while because she put her daughter on and said, here, talk to her about her experiences, um, who I think her daughter is like, was like 10 at the time. So, and then, of course, that belief in the paranormal was used against her in the, the her lawsuit against Michael Cohen Part of his defense was that, you know, well, she, she believes in the ghosts and she thinks that she has psychic and mediumship abilities. Like she's clearly not, not a, she's not a person in her right mind. And I listened to that with open ears because to me, that's, I worry about that a lot, that people don't take me seriously because of 
my pursuit of the paranormal. But I've I've always said I I've I never claim that ghosts are dead people. And I've never claimed that aliens are coming down out of the sky or any of these things. I'm just looking into what those beliefs are that people have about those things. And I've asked that question of Taylor Cormier before. When you were going to hire me to work in the newsroom, did you have doubts about having me be a news reporter and a news anchor because of my belief in the paranormal? And he, he outright told me, sure, yeah, no, that definitely was part of something that I had to think about before I hired you. So I understand why, you know, that becomes part of the conversation. I'm hoping that it doesn't get brought up in this. I'm hoping that the Trump defense can come up with something that's a little bit more solid to defend his actions than, well, you can't trust her. She believes in ghosts. But at the same time, no offense, Stormy, I kind of think it would be interesting if that became part of the national conversation around this. <laughs> like, Donald Trump testifies that ghosts aren't real. <laughs> there is a book. You can get it. It's called Donald Trump Ghost Hunter. Believe me, I know ghosts. Uh, it was written by Joey Hellenant, who is uh, the alter ego of a friend of mine. And if you read it, it's just it's one of the funniest books. It's, it's parody. But it's one of the funniest books because he wrote it in the Trump voice. And it's just, it's perfect. It was the perfect book. No, it's perfect. Like, it's so funny when you read it because, and this this came out, uh, I think he wrote it during the 2016 election. And it's just, it's it kind of parodies Trump, but it also kind of parodies the, the people that look into the paranormal too. Anyway, so if you want to call in about that, you can. 508-996-0500. Uh, I know that last night, the conversation on South Coast tonight was, at least what I got to hear, I, I was meeting some friends last night, but the bit that I got to hear, Marcus had former Bristol County Sheriff Thomas Hodgson in, and Tom and Marcus are obviously of two different mindsets on this. And they had a great back and forth that stayed respectful, that stayed measured, that stayed on topic. I mean, it was, it was how two people should discuss and debate opposite sides of an issue. And so it's worth a listen. I mean, unless it went off the rails after I turned the radio off, but I don't think so. Uh, if you want to listen to the podcast for that, you can catch it on WBSM.com, on the WBSM app, or wherever your podcasts, wherever you get them from. And if you ever have trouble finding any of this stuff, whether it be utilizing the app, finding the podcast, any of that stuff, you can always email me, Tim at WBSM.com. And I will be happy to walk you through it. It's, uh, it's very easy. All of the stuff that we put out there for you, we make it very easy for you, but it can also be intimidating if you've never looked for it before. So if it's your first time trying to find a podcast, you might not be so sure how to do it. Happy to help you with it. But the easiest way to get it, by the way, is just to open up the app and hit the button in the middle that says podcasts. And if you don't see it there, because I think I might have had to move some buttons around to, to move open line over, but that middle row of buttons all scrolls. So there's more over there. So if uh, it's not just the four or five that you see on the screen, depending on your screen size, you can scroll it uh, and then see more options there. So somewhere in there, you will you will see the podcast button and it'll make it nice and easy for you to be able to listen to the podcasts. All right, I am going to take my first break. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Sure. Over Natalie Merchant. You know, I was I was watching last night trying to fall asleep. I was watching a bunch of old um, performances of hers on like late night shows, and because one of my all time favorite performances from her was when she played that song "Wonder" on on Letterman. But I was watching uh, when Ten Thousand Maniacs would be on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno, and like he couldn't help himself every time he said Ten Thousand Maniacs, he had to do it in like a goofy way. Yeah, I was like, no. like you're really hurting their chances here of serious credibility. But I well, think there were a lot of strange band names back when MTV first came out. That is true. I mean, Kaja Gugu. Frogs. Kaja Gugu. Frogs. If you sat down and thought about it, you'd have so many. Well, I think uh, I think uh, we'll probably play some of those today. Now you get me get getting me on a on a lost lost bands of MTV era kick. So Sounds cool. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. Have a good day. Great. Thanks and have a great day. And uh, Shawnee, feel free to call back in again. I'm sorry that I uh, I must have hung up on you accidentally. I did not mean to do that. Um, I did the same thing that I did yesterday, and it didn't work. Uh, Miserable over in New Bedford is uh, is writing in on his multiple accounts because I don't know I don't know how he does it, but he has multiple different message threads going here on. Uh, oh, because he has one for my show and one for Phil's show, and. Uh, He's he's upset because we we will not play the Donald Trump speech. We're all waiting for WBSM to play Donald Trump's speech. Shame they wouldn't play any of it last night, but it's almost expected nowadays. Not fair. If you're going to talk about fair play this speech, you want to be taken seriously, then be fair-sided in your reporting. Give us all the news, please. And then in Miserable's other message, uh, he says... Play Donald Trump's speech. Be fair. I mean, do we play every Donald Trump speech? Do we play every speech by anybody? Also, the time that you just spent messaging us on the WBSM app, I know you have a mobile device because you have the WBSM app. There's a thing on your mobile device called a browser. And when you open that up, that will connect you to what is called the internet. And the internet is this great thing that was invented by Al Gore, I say facetiously, but it really has everything you could ever want to find. So if you want to listen to, oh, I don't know, maybe like Donald Trump's speech from last night, you could go onto the internet and find it. And you could not only hear it like you would hear on WBSM, you can actually watch it and you can see it and miserable, if you have trouble figuring out how to do that, let me know and I will help you. I will even send you a direct link in app chat if that will be helpful. Because I know it must be complicated for you to be able to find that since you've been anxiously awaiting hearing it since last night and waiting for WBSM to play it, even though I have no idea why you think that we would have. Maybe Barry does later. But it's not like, uh, it's, not like it's something we're all... Oh, quick, we got to go live to the Donald Trump speech. Let's, let's cut off South Coast tonight because Donald Trump's going to talk. So again, try out this thing called the Internet. I think you will enjoy it. Maybe it will actually, you know, you can find some things on there that will make you a, a happier person. You know what you should look for? There's this website called YouTube. Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. And if you open that up, there's a bar at the top of it. That's called the search bar. And when you type in 
things into the search bar, you can find videos related to things that interest you. I want you to do me a favor. Type into that after you watch Donald Trump's speech. I want you to type into that cat videos. Type in cat videos and you will get a whole bunch of videos that will show up that will make your day a little bit better. I promise. I'm telling you. I mean, I know, you know, you're not caught up with the Internet, apparently, but let me tell you about something we all knew about 20 years ago. Keyboard cat. That's all I'm going to say. 508-996-0500. Good morning. Hold on. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hello. Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Well, you just proved it. What's that? Everybody, that BSM is one-sided. How can you possibly say that WBSM is one-sided? Well, yesterday, I remember before the, uh, the interrogation of Trump started, that I heard BSM say, don't forget to listen to South Coast tonight. We'll have all the information for you and all. Do you think it's fair to not play Trump's speech really? Yes, absolutely, 100%. 100% it's fair not to play it. Just because we could, as you say, go on the Internet and find it, WBSM should be giving that out to all their listeners. We call all the time. No, we shouldn't. And the other day you mentioned the BS and BSN. Yeah, well, that's what it is. So let me ask you, did you listen to South Coast Night last night? Yes, I was in there now, but when you didn't put it on... So, I hold on. So, hold on. So, you heard Tom Hodgson and you heard Marcus Ferro on two completely different sides of the issue, but yet you say we're one-sided. Mr. Weisberg, I wanted to hear Trump's speech. When then I'm you should have turned on something that would have been playing Trump's speech. But that's my point. Why wasn't BSM being considerate to all the callers and listeners that they always get that they excluded that speech from us listeners? Why, Tim? Why? Because we didn't want to play it. Oh, okay. There's the BS then. Uh, I think yeah, I think you gave us I plenty of BS be, right there. You did a great job. To be considerate to the listeners that are loyal all the time, you have. Well, to then in that, that case, right? Shouldn't we have carried? Shouldn't we carry El, every Alvin Bragg press conference then? Shouldn't we and carry every on, Michael Cohen media appearance? Well, and you're not on at night, but you're there today now, and you could play that for us today. And I'm not going to. Of course not. That's why you hate it when I call you that C word and you know the one I'm talking about. You lefty. Oh, 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 oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She means communist. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea and think you mean a different C word. You <laughs> no. said it. I didn't say it. I want him to know which C word you mean because there's one that's a lot worse than that. So I wanted to make sure we were well, clear. Do you think you could at least play a Oh, I did it again. I'm sorry. I did not mean to hang up on you. I should have been able to put you on hold, to put the other call on hold and take you. My fault. Oh, I know why. My fault. My fault. My fault. I didn't have the receiver off that. I didn't have the handset off the receiver. My fault. I apologize. I apologize to Shawnee I apologize to Mary. You can both call back because that's my fault. I, um, I did not take that off. Again, it's been like at least a decade since I've used this phone system. So there's going to be a few hangups. I apologize. That was totally my fault. I was not trying to cut anybody off on purpose. All right. I got it figured out now. Call back. We'll put you on the air. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Tim, are you going to try to hang up on me? <laughs> I took the handset off the receiver, uh, the receiver off the handset. So now if it happens again, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so um, I have to say that that woman that called just before I could grab the phone, 
that woman is my favorite. She's hilarious because she, one time, it was definitely the same woman, it sounded like to me anyway. She wanted to just go ballistic on you because you talk about food. And the more you tried to explain to her, technically this is part of my job, I've got to... She wasn't having any of it, and she just kept going. She was just so flipped. She must have just started a diet or something. I was like, what is going on? She would not get you when you said, I like to talk about this. I'm like midday sandwich Tim, and it's part of my job, and she wouldn't have it. And now she's got problems with the programming, and it's like, Oh, I, 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 I think some of it is she's just trying to give me some shtick to work with. I can't believe that she believes everything she calls in and says. She seems like she really does, though. She seems like she's really angry that you're doing things not the way, you know, like you didn't even consult with her before you guys scheduled. In comedy, we call that commitment to the bit. That, she is what, what, what I was, what I was said, working, I totally believe her. That's why I like her. I'm like, she's, she can't be this crazy. Like, what is happening? I was more concerned about the conspiracy theory that people were coming in here in the middle of the night and, uh, and running commercials over the late night host, the overnight hosts, <laughs> so that we would silence their opinions. Yeah, we hear them on a loop. But anyways, <clears throat> as far as the Trump stuff goes, <clears throat> I don't know much about this legal stuff, but. You were saying it's like so convoluted how he did this to do this and do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why they're saying it was a deliberate attempt to hide this. And that's why they think it's a crime. Whether right. or not it is, I don't know. Because all Abin Brad kept saying, <clears throat> I did catch a little bit of what he said. I don't want to hear too much about it. But it was this crime, this crime, this crime. He never really said what the crime was. He just kept saying a few things about how it was buried and that it was a crime. So I don't know if it's, you know, numerous different crimes or if it's every payment for the same crime. doesn't even matter to me. But what I think is this was like the worst money ever for hush money because people from foreign countries, foreign leaders are all commenting on this. It's like the it's like the hush money heard around the world. And could you have not have asked for more than 130000 I mean, isn't it more valuable than that? I mean, I, I don't mean well, to be... To me, it's like, I honestly don't believe... I mean, I, I, I truly cannot understand why anyone, under any circumstances, would pay hush money. Because, to me, it just makes you look more guilty. If you'd never had anything to do with this woman, and you're like, she's crazy from out left field, I never even know who she is, why would you pay her? To me, that like kind of like legitimizes that there was something going on. So right off the bat, I and then all obviously it didn't quiet anybody down. So I I don't get the whole why you would do that to begin with. If yeah, you're trying to spare it, the feelings of your wife, how about don't do shit like I mean stuff like that. Sorry, stick and and, like that. <laughs> and 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 the real problem is is you know like you said if you didn't do it, don't pay for it. Well, all you're doing when you do it and somebody Even finds out about it. it yeah. But you're just creating an opportunity for more people to reach out to you and say, well, how about me? I mean, again, I mentioned Vince McMahon earlier. Right. That, that happened like with him. Terrorists. It's like negotiating with terrorists, for one thing. Not to say she's a terrorist, but I'm saying that's why you don't do that. You know what I mean? You're asking for more people to come. You know, kidnap your kids for ransom. I don't know. But what I'm saying is I don't see any reason why anybody would pay, would, would, would pay hush money. And in this instance, especially... You know, it backfired, you know, in spades. So 
the whole thing's just crazy. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm up to my eyeballs with it. So that's why I was glad that lady gave me a laugh. She was going at you for no Well, and I'm sure she'll give you plenty more between now and the next time we hear about this in December. So. Uh, it's gonna or be something else, you know what I mean? Don't talk about sandwiches. Oh yeah, no, I'll I'll get it. I'll get it each and every day, and and uh, that's fine. I'm I can <laughs> right, handle. Have it. a good day. All right, you as well. And five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Miserable just uh, sent me a, an app chat message. I, I can't read on the air because he can't control his language, uh, calling me a, a very bad word. Well, not a very bad word, but just one I can't say on the radio. I mean, I my name's not Richard, so. That nickname wouldn't apply to me. I got to uh, take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Tim. If you want to call in and chime in, and that is Natalie Merchant's new song, Tower of Babel. And uh, she is performing at the Vet in the Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Providence on June 28th. It's a Wednesday night, and um, right now the tickets are, they've gone up. So they, I, you were, I should have bought them when they first went on sale, and I could have got in the balcony for 30 bucks. Now you're looking at uh, $89 for the cheapest seat, but still well worth it. I'm going to have to jump on and get, get one later. I only need one. I don't know anybody that wants to go with me. But, um, yeah, so that's June 28th in Providence. Let me read a couple of messages that have come in. Uh, this comes from Bella via email. I listened to most of last night's show with Marcus and Tom. It was nice listening to two different sides, uh, two different opinions, rather, that still respect each other. I love the way Tom brings up questions that makes you think and not react on emotion but on the facts. I think he might have found himself a new career. Have a great day. And uh, certainly, I mean, I said that when he was the sheriff, when he would come in and he would sit in with Barry or Chris and he would spend an hour, you know, answering question, uh, answering calls and, and talking to the callers and giving insight on things. Listen, I, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I think he's a very, very good at listening. And very if you want to call in and discuss from the other side, he will listen to it. And uh, I think he was really great. I've been saying since he was, you know, sheriff and he would come here and do that, like, hey, you know, if you ever decide not to be sheriff anymore or if you ever, you know, lose an election, we'd love to have you come here and be a a part of the WBSM family. So I just assume that he's not going to last very long here if that's the case, uh, because he'll he'll get snatched up very quickly by uh, some of the national syndicates or, you know, Newsmax or One, uh, One American Network. You know, which places that he has gone and done a lot of uh, appearances as sheriff, you know, where he would go and offer um, offer some expert opinion on things. And so I, I think he's got a, a real future 
if he wants to to do that. But we'd we'd be happy to have him here as as part of that for sure. And uh, so if you missed that last night, you can hear the podcast at WBSM.com or on the app or wherever apps are found. And we also got an app chat message from Answered 7 and a question who says, people need to know that radio stations don't need to play anything that they don't want to. It is simple. They should have turned on CNN or Fox News. They had it live last night. Yeah, and, and I don't, I don't understand. Like we, we don't, we don't have to carry anything. You don't have to leave it on this channel. I love it when you do, and I'm glad that so many of you do. But it's okay if you want to go turn the channel, you know, turn the radio and put on something else that might play. And actually, you know what? Find me the other radio stations that played it. Let me know who else played it, and then I'll say, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. We should have too. I mean, it's just that's not what it's about anymore. This station exists to have you react to things and to get insight on things. Uh, we will carry things from time to time, but there's there's no need to cut away from the nighttime program for, for Donald Trump's speech on that. You hear news cuts in the ABC News. You can find the whole thing online. You know, again, maybe Barry comes in and wants to play the whole thing. I don't want to. But I hope that uh, I hope that you find it if you if if you need to find it and if you want help finding it, let, send me an app chat message. I'll I'll dig it up on YouTube and send you a link. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Going to take my final break of the. All right, we are going to be going into the newsroom right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day. You're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.